What's going on, guys? This is the Totally Blitz podcast, a show about shots, smoke, and sports. This is the Fight Club. You know, we're about to break down UFC 272. And as always, you got your host, Paul, pick and win him, Concha. We got, we're joined with. Hey, man, it's your boy, Kevin, right? The boy. Somebody got to handle this motherfucker, Cody Cup. We sent masks, but all, but hey, man, I'll, hey, I'll do it myself, man. Fuck it. We'll get him, Kev. And I'm and the newest <laughs> member. Yes, sir, man. What's going on, man? Marcus, you know what it is. I still got to find my name, but, you know, come with it. Okay, that's see you, bit, dog. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, double A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at that You know what I'm saying? Go fight Kobe, no. Grind him out, Kev. Hey, tell him I'm talking. Why he calling out Dustin? I'm right here. Right here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and, and you're Florida. And you're in Florida. You're king of Florida. I'm telling you, I don't know why he over here throwing up the 305, man. I'm throwing up the whole Florida on that nigga, man. <laughs> I know Florida. Come on, now, don't know. I've been training in Russia. You know, the Russians really know how to wrestle up there. Right. So, anyway, class. <laughs> <laughs> Always ready. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, class, I'm going after John Jones next. John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. But... <laughs> You had me with Kobe, bro. I was a, I was T. Kev for Kobe. Bro, where the hell is John Jones, man? John Jones beefed up these past three. Couple I know he be trying to get to like what 240? 240 so he can fight that heavyweight bout with Stipe. And oh, hey, I was gonna say he not fighting the Don boy. He ain't fighting my dog Mumbai. I think that's what he's probably trying to get to eventually. I think oh, so, God. but I think it's to run through the, the greatest heavyweight of all time and Stipe first if he wants any recognition. And, you know, Damn, and also, John hasn't 40? played in, like, three years. I mean, I played, hasn't fought in, like, three years. Yeah, what, like, 2019, right? Yeah, and all the controversies, all that stuff. But we're not here to talk about the, one of the greatest fighters of all time, John Jones. <laughs> we're here to talk about what we just witnessed this past weekend at UFC 272 specifically the main card where it all went down first fight on our first fight to 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 break down look at talk about we had this man marcus's boy greg hardy facing sergey and since you were the only one who went into the fight on greg hardy i just I, i think it's only right that you you start us off this episode Man, great, man. I was ready. I was so hyped for this, too, bro. I was ready. I was like, all right, first fight of the night. Let's get it. Let's start my picks right. And, man, he just looked sloppy from the beginning, bro. <laughs> like, he looked like he should have been in there, bro. Like, from the jump, like, literally from the bell, bro, that shit looked bad. Started, got him, wow, just slamming him, man. Ragdolling this dude, bro. It was bad, bro. I was. I was honestly shocked that he was getting – his eyes were big. Like, he looked like he was scared in there, and then he just got stole off on. I was not expecting him to go like that, for real. That shit was he, dangerous. 
He definitely proved that he should not be in the UFC. No, man, that shit's over. Got to hop off the train. Yeah, that was the last fight on the contract, too. So, Bro, and that looked so sloppy. Like, that was the sloppiest performance he could have put together, man. And he looked overweight, too. Like, come on, bro. You got to at least get, like, a little more, a couple more pounds than that. He pulled up like Jamarcus Russell when he pulled up to the Raiders, bro. And still got tossed, bro. It still got <laughs> took to the ground. Easy as shit. No, nah, bro. Is a... One thing, bro, if Greg Hardy had a pulse in the fight, like his one pulse in this fight, because you know how much I didn't like Greg Hardy to start off in the main card. But if Greg Hardy had any pulse in this fight to be alive in this fight, it would have been on his feet with his heavy hands, especially because he looked 40 pounds bigger than Sergey. Right. But that post flatlined about a minute into the fight when Spivak ju- judo threw his dumb ass into, onto the mat. And it's <laughs> <laughs> that shit was embarrassing. I'm not going to lie to you, man. That boy, I would say it would look bad, but, you know, I've seen the Falcons online do that to him for so many years, bro. Like, it was just the same thing. You feel me? All hey, I know hey. is I- I couldn't pick that boy Greg Hardy, but I was actually shocked that it was a smooth that the, um Sergey got the dub like he did because like he took brother fuck down and just got the beat in his ass. Greg Hardy didn't even know what was done. Like I said, like he got up like after he got knocked out, he he's still trying to fight. Like you don't know what the fuck happened. Like I think uh, with a game plan and some good instincts, and once those instincts took off, he's a fuck the game plan and took that boy out. Yeah, but and uh. After he put him down, he did he did kind of try to get back up. And now my favorite part was when Sergey just tossed his ass right back. He's like, whoa, 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 get back bro, up. Bro, that shit, bro, his eyes were, like, wide open. Like, he looked scared, bro. Like, he didn't know what to do. <laughs> that's definitely a definition. Like, that it showed, like, he just got outclassed. Like, he should not be. He needs to go to, like, I don't know, man. Arena football, boy. <laughs> The USSLL or whatever just started up again. Yeah, go go test on us. At this point, in the, they say his contract, that was the last fight on his contract. So we'll see what happens with that boy afterwards. But all I got to say is after this fight, I started off 1-0 and I was feeling myself. I'm not going to lie. I was too. After the first fight, I was like, okay, like, this is what I envisioned. Like an outclassman. Like everything is going with how I said it. Minus the submission. He didn't submit him. I knew it was gonna be an overwhelming victory, and I, at this point, I felt like Sergey could have had a, had a pick of his choice how he wanted to win. Do I want to choke this man, or do I just want to keep punching him in the face? And he chose the latter. But on to our next fight. This is honestly one of my favorite fights. I think it got a, a fight at one of the fight of the night awards. But the Kevin Holland versus Alex Oliveira. Kev. Tell me why your boy Kev. How did you first? I think this was your first fight watching Kevin Holland, the Trailblazer. What did you see? What did you like? How did it go? I saw, I saw two thumbs up. More than just that one, that one section. I saw the whole fight. That boy was in control. He dominated. He never felt uncomfortable, and he did what he had to do. He got the takedowns. He ran the on the feet, and when he dropped them, he got to dropping them hammers on his stupid ass. You feel me? So shout out that boy Kevin Holland, man. That boy. And the person he fought wasn't that bad. I seen that, like, he he just – I just felt like he wasn't fighting to win. He was kind of fighting, like, to just kind of, like, play it out and stuff like that. Kevin Holland wasn't going for that. Second round, I had to get you up out of there. You feel me, young boy? But, hey, man, that's what I was going for. Big mouth. Talk that shit. And I was expecting him to talk hella big shit at the, uh, after the um, after the yeah. Joe Rogan. But that boy, just he just called somebody out without calling him out for real, for real. 
But that boy is a great fighter. I want to see him continue to grow and continue to build because he got some championships in that new weight class. He looks good. He looks smaller, though. He didn't even look like the bigger um dude in the fight, even though he he's down a couple, he's down a weight class. And I was just like, oh yeah. He's came, he came to this weight class to eat, and that's what he's gonna go do. And I like his combinations. I like the way he sets up his kicks. I like the way he sets up his, his punches with kicks. I like the way he sets up his kicks with punches. I was like, you can't beat that. That's textbook right there. But I fuck with Kevin Holland. Like, I was actually impressed by bro. At first, I just liked him because he talked that shit. But no, I was impressed by bro. Bro, go do something nasty in that weight class. Oh, yeah. well, how do you feel, Marcus? Were you on Kevin? I think all of us. I think this was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all, pre- everybody knew. I actually predicted, uh, let's see, second round knockout. Nice. Oh, man. I was right yeah, on point. If y'all was but, listening, you would have made some money. I, I would have fucked up, though, with a parlay with fucking Greg. Unless <laughs> just added on some other shit. But, what if you nah. don't get a nigga named Greg? It's that Greg on no, nah, but I mean, I Alex, mean, I, I thought he came out pretty straight for real in the first round. Not gonna lie, he looked decent. Like he had a, like a game plan at least. But second round, and they was trading shots. Man, that shit was over. Man, Kevin just started connecting. Boom, boom, dropped his ass. Started giving him the elbows. That shit was. Bro, them, them elbows is vicious, kid. Them elbows. Yeah, is man, it, it, it turned into easy work for him. Honestly. Yeah. I think uh, Kevin Holland, like you said, though, uh, Marcus, I kind of agree. I think Ke- Kevin Holland definitely came out the aggressor and the, the better fighter. But Alex Oliveira in the first round had a couple of counter punches that were kind of nice. But it didn't it didn't seem to phase Holland because he just kept moving. Yeah. He was definitely the attacker in this round. Oliveira hit him with some mean leg kicks, though, and dropped yeah. him with one of those leg kicks. And uh, but. That my my biggest thing for this fight was Holland didn't stay on his back because that was his, why he loses a lot of his fights. He stays on his back, is okay with the ground game, gets beat, gets dominated. So, but as soon as he hit that ground, he shot right back up and continued to walk forward. No, I knew his leg hurt like hell, but he didn't he didn't show it. He got hit with a couple other mean leg kicks that dropped him again towards the end of the round. But yeah, if I say that rear naked choke, he had it sneaked in, but there was no time left. But Holland, thumbs up. Like he, he knew, like he he just seemed composed. Unlike some of his fights where he loses, he seems like in the moment he loses that composure. Whereas this one came in the second round, like Kev said, he said he want to exchange with me, little man. Bow, hit him with that right Shot hand instantly. And uh, the, the counter punching is nice, but the only thing you can do with counter punching is just wait on your opponent. But if the other guy got the jump on you off rip, like he dropped them. But then, all in all, good fight. Just exciting i think it was the yeah. only the only finish or the second these are the only finishes on the card i believe for the yeah, main yeah. i mean they should have called the um rda fight but like that's a whole different story that boy that, that's a whole different story yeah we'll, we'll get to that one hey don't don't tease them yet kev yeah man uh but shit this next fight between bryce mitchell and edson barbosa Shit, all y'all had it right. Y'all took Bryce Mitchell. I was the only one who was on Barbosa's side. I kind of knew it was not his best matchup because of the fact that he's not a good on the ground. But I just thought Bryce Mitchell was a little bit overhyped. He didn't have the resume. But, boy, was I wrong. Bryce put it on for Arkansas. One thing I want to note is, like, he's been bulldozing everybody. And Barbosa is a, a legend. He's going to the Hall of Fame. But just look at the striking. I know a lot of his strikes are on the ground. 
but he had 182 strikes landed and he only threw 209. That's an 87% landing. I've like I've never seen someone throw that many strikes and land 87% of all his strikes. He was four of four on all his takedowns, so he didn't miss a takedown. And uh he was on Bryce, was on top for 11 minutes out of the 15 minute mm-hmm. fight. So like if that doesn't tell you this was a one-sided ass whooping, I don't know what else could. And uh, he had more significant strikes, like 30-something, compared to Barbosa had any strikes landed. He only landed like 20 strikes the whole fight. This was this was one-sided as it gets. But tell me, tell me why Bryce Mitchell looked electrifying, Kev. Because he's from Arkansas? Duh. No, I'm talking to <laughs> That boy did his shit though. Like I was in that bitch just watching. I was just watching that shit being amazing. He put on a clinic. Like he genuinely just showed us how it's supposed to be done. Like this is this is fun watching UFC at, at just a, such a just such a new fan perspective. They're like I don't really know what the fuck they're gonna do to win. I just feel like this guy's gonna. This guy has what it takes to get the W. He looks like he's been putting in the more work, and he looks like he has a. He's coming in with the formula. I like his composure. I like the way he stands. I like everything about Bryce Mitchell, but I like the way he fights even more. Like, this man is nice. Like, he's cold. I see championships in his future, kid. And we're really right. – like, and you hit it on all the points. Like, he got the 11 minutes of riding time, 11 out of 15 minutes. Like, if you if you let somebody – if you have to hold somebody's weight for 11 out of 15 minutes, you lost. I don't give a fuck about what the fuck is going on. <laughs> this Like, this man really just held this shit down. And he stood strikes were phenomenal. And he got every fucking take that bro is cold put on a clinic. And I was looking at his older interviews. Bro made Reebok make Kim Camel shorts. <laughs> he, he called out Reebok every 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 fight until they gave him some camel shorts. And now he's out here busting ass in these camel shorts. Like I fuck with bro. Hey, he for the children. That boy is trying to bet give away half. He for the children. That boy is trying to give away half his purse, which I think isn't enough for a fighter for um. For a fighter, for a fighter that magnitude, I feel like he needs to get, he needs to get, he needs to go, keep going up in these ranks so he can get his bag that he needs. But forty five thousand, and even but it's even realer. Dana White said, "Nah, nah, keep your money, bro. We got it." Yeah, for real, he need to keep his money, man. That's some real shit, but hey, man, I fuck with that boy. That boy, he's screaming at, and he says, "Any play, any time you put a mic in my mic in his face, he gonna scream Arkansas." I fuck with, bro. I fuck with right along with. Yeah, he go hard for that shit. How about you, Mark? Is there anything you saw that you might want to add, or uh, you think this is a legitimate contender right now? Definitely, but what really surprised me about the fight is his boxing. Bro. I did not think his his boxing was that nice. Like, because I was just big on like, you know, what I kept hearing going into the fight was his wrestling takedown, all of that. But I did not expect his striking to be on that point. And like the way he was cutting off the ring, bro, that looked like a boxer's like. That's what boxers do, cutting off the ring, controlling that. that. So, like, he just couldn't move, and then it, it, it set up the takedowns real easy. And that straight left that knocked him down, that was so clean, man. Like, I was just really surprised about his boxing, for real. I, I already knew he was a dog going into it, but I was not expecting that. That was a clean sweep. They got clean boxing sweep. gyms in Arkansas? No, but I was watching – I was watching the countdown. He just had his uh, coach out there doing mitts in the farm. So I was like, damn, that's how he got so raw. Bro. That shit crazy. Country bread. 
Yeah, bro, I was really shocked because I was not expecting his hands to be that like not just his hands, but mainly his footwork. Because usually, like he in his other fights, he looked goofy on like his feet. Not goofy, but he didn't look like that. And this fight, man, just his controlling the ring and cutting that shit off. His footwork looked real nice, and that's what set up all those takedowns. And shit was easy. Hundred percent. Um, one thing I saw on Twitter, and uh. Real quick, if you don't follow us on Twitter, give us a follow. Totally underscore blitzed. Yeah, Always come with fire content on fight day and throughout the week and giving out polls to get y'all's opinion. But one of the best hey, tweets hey. I saw. Oh, real quick, Kevin, if I hit this funny-ass hey, tweet. Can we take a second to clap it up for Paul? Paul's been going crazy all, all 2021. He started in December, like around Christmas time, going crazy with the tweet. He just hasn't stopped. I got to get that boy his flowers. That boy be doing this thing. Every fight, every game, that boy keeps it going. He got, didn't you have one tweet that got like 100 favorites, 100 likes? I got a 100 like tweet, and I got another tweet that was in a news article. <laughs> someone, someone was reporting and used one of our tweets. So, like, we're doing our thing around here at the Totally Blitz. Hey, if you don't follow us, follow us, man. You really be doing it. come up is real, man. Stop playing. And, uh, but, so shout out this person. I need to take the name down. I didn't. But they said, and it's pretty accurate. I'm going to hear y'all say, Bryce Mitchell is just a yeehaw. No, did they say? Um, he's a tobacco uh, dipping and yeehaw spitting Khabib. Damn. <laughs> the country Khabib. Yeah, I was like, hey, but this is they so, or Islam, whoever you want to use is, the way he's, he's bulldozed and made it one-sided every fight, I, I'd agree. I'd Bro, agree. and he's so aggressive, too. That's what I love. Like, he's just so, like, aggressive on the ground, man. His ground and pound is nice. Our next fight, we're moving on to the co-main event here. We had RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos versus Hinato Mocano. This was as one-sided as it gets. Let me hear from a striking perspective. Let me hear Marcus, a boxer. Let me talk to us. How did this fight look toward, in your eyes? RDA looked real nice, no cap. I think he looked real good. That was a fight that that means he was preparing. But one-sided, girl, honestly, I'm kind of mad that the corner didn't stop the fight. I think the fight should have been stopped. And that ended up leading RDA. Like, he just showed big heart. But... He wasn't coming. He wasn't coming back in that fight. But RDA ended up taking it light in the fifth round. He knew the fight was already in the bag, but that shit was. I wasn't expecting a beatdown like that. He was, but it is what it is, man. But RDA looked nice, so. Yeah, no. Sh shout out Morcano for showing his heart. But yeah, Ken kind of hit on this man. earlier. They should have threw it. They should have threw it in, right? I don't know if they should have, they could have. I don't want to. I don't want to say they should, because like UFC, boxing, those are gladiator sports. So like, when it comes down to it, there's a couple people. There's a lot of people at the highest level that are willing to die in that ring. So mm -hmm. like, I understand why they didn't throw it, and I also understand because Moise Kano was the truth. He really stayed in there and battled it out. He said, I don't give a fuck. And you got to respect RDA even more for trying to just slow it down. But Morcano kept coming, so he had that to pick his back up. So, like, I want to see Morcano in the future. Definitely, definitely hope that he gets, he recovers well from every, anything crazy that might have happened to him in that fight. But, like, at the end of the day, even though it was a domination, I think it was a great fight. Brother, good. 
RDA looked good. Everybody wanted to see a good RDA fight. I've never, I didn't know who RDA was until the um, last until the last um episode. But like now, now he's on my motherfucking, he's on my top five list all time already. <laughs> now nah, RDA, man, this is an ageless wonder. Like he's showing that like father, uh, father time ain't got, ain't got shit on him. He's thirty seven years old. This is when he's supposed to be a little bit, like falling. This when they, this is when great fighters usually start losing a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. He looked great. He um, completely outclassed him. At a, even though he was a, a fighter at late notice, who was a complete different fighter than the form uh, than Fasiv, who he was originally supposed to fight. So like training camp, throw that out the window. Whatever your game plan, you got to. This is a different fighter, and he didn't didn't blink. He went out there and did his job. Moikano, like I already said, just shout out to Moikano. He showed that heart that like you spoke. He was a gladiator. He fought to the very last second. Shout out to RDA. He showed that he's not just a former champ, but he's also a former champion with uh, humility and respect towards his opponent and just kind of took that foot off the gas. But all in all, like Kev said, this I, this was a great fight. Like They were banging. Yeah, definitely a great fight. I, I ain't gonna lie. He wouldn't have did that to Islam, though. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, this would have been the a only, The only reason why I say that he they should have threw the towel in because, I mean, I don't see towels getting thrown in <clears throat> UFC fights that much anyways. But boxing, it does happen a lot. But, or I mean, it should. But, man, he took the fight on four days' notice, and he was just getting his ass whooped. Like, he had no chance in this fight at all. So, like, I don't know. If I was his trainer, I would have, I, I couldn't have seen that. Just knowing that I, maybe if he had a full training camp for the RDA, but he wasn't, he didn't prepare for RDA. So, like, I would have said, I would have tried to save him at least in the, at least the fourth round. I would have, I would have been talented. I would have, yo, this is, I would have, I don't, I don't like that it was a five round fight though. I feel like it could have been. That's round. another thing. Like he, bro, that should not have went on five rounds. Fifteen at the most. Like, come on, man. They tried him low key. They said Dana White had to leave. He said Dana White couldn't watch the end because, like, once they, once they let Burke keep fighting after they gave him the match, Dana White had to. Watch and the ref, the, the ref is real. So shout out that ref. He warned them. He was. He was doing all the the right steps to make sure the fight should have been stopped. He was, he was kind of trying to hint at the corner, like, "Bro, come on, throw the throw the towel." Like that's pretty much what the ref was trying to do. But he ain't want to really call the fight because you know how that goes. Fans always gonna boo the ref. Yeah. It, shit, it could have been. A, I, I can't say it could have been worse, but it was. <laughs> that that right eye, he's apparently he still could see. So it it wasn't it looked a lot. He looked, looked he, like he looked fine. straight when when the doctor was doing the test. Like he looked fine, but he just had no chance in the win. So like I don't really see the point of really having him in there. Bro, but not, RDA kind of knew that. It kind of turned into a sparring session in the fifth round. It was more like you know when your guy's tired, he took it easy. He kind of he took off the gas. But win. Like, he knew he was gonna win. Hey, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I've passed every every eye vision test I've ever had with flying colors. And if people don't know this, but like once I put on Dre's glasses one time and that's when I learned all that, oh I'm not seeing I'm not really seeing at my best potential. Like yeah. I, that's what that's what I saw when I did that. It's like a dude that knows he's drunk, so he passed the drunk test with the with the po- with the police, so he didn't get the DUI. That's what I saw. Like I saw like I saw a dude that knew he was dazed and fucked up, but was like, I'm gonna keep on fighting. Fuck this. Like, he just it. got that warrior mentality. Like, his heart was bigger than anything. So he's like, he knew, he probably knew himself he was getting his ass whooped. He knew he wasn't gonna win, but 
his heart was too big. He was he ain't giving like that's it. Yeah, heart was Ryan checks his face couldn't cash. He got he got he got my respect. I know that. Nah, yeah, not for sure. Going forward, Macchiano or Morcano, his name. Remember it because he's actually pretty good. Like this was this was his first loss in and uh, after a few wins. So, but our main event, another five rounder that went all the way to the decision. <laughs> Y'all both were again. <laughs> Covington versus Mazdal, where Covington pulled out the unanimous decision victory. Uh oh, Kevin is singlet. Well, since he's throwing a singlet on Kev, I I think it's only right that you kick it off. I'm strapping up, man. I'm strapped. This man, this man, Kobe is a problem, man. He's like, hey, Kamaru's busy. He's busy. He's trying to get the fight with Canelo. Uh, Kamaru, you busy. I, I'll handle this. You already did what you did. I got this. God damn, this man, Kobe is a rest. I keep saying Kobe. It's disrespectful. Kobe. Kobe. Like the, the white boy, like I don't know what you want to call him, but damn, this motherfucker, Kurt Kurt Angle in this motherfucker, this motherfucker, <laughs> wrestling ass motherfucker. Hey, coming out to that, Kurt Angle, you suck. Shit was amazing. That shit was funny as fuck. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I thought the fans were saying you suck. Well, it was once he's when you um highlighted that he put that. That was the one he chose. I was like, oh, this man is fucking cool. But um, he did everything right when it comes to selling the fight. He did everything he was supposed to do. Fuck him. He's a fucking wrestling ass motherfucker. Like he dominated the fuck out of my dog Masterval, and I seen Masterval, and then watching that fight showed us that he probably used to like the, we knew how the the sparring sessions kind of went because I feel like Masterval fought him better than Kobe Kobe could have ever expected, and motherfucking he 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 had very good times, but he just got killed cardio wise. Cardio wise, that shit was tough. He got he I feel like he did really good in the second. But that third round killed him. That's when Kobe had like four minutes of riding time on him. Like shit was bad. And then he got that. He got out and he rocked him in the fourth. But like that fifth, Kobe, I'm thinking like he couldn't. He couldn't capitalize. And you can see that Kobe had like five different fucking gas tanks and shit. Like this motherfucker was going for no problem. You can see at the beginning of every round, this man Mazaval. This is they. They start here. We're trying to meet in the middle, but we're meeting over here because Kobe is pressing immediately because he knows he wants him on that fucking wall. He's gonna wrestle, wrestle. He's gonna wrestle the fuck out of him on that wall. I wish that wall was in real wrestling. I probably would have a state championship by now. I'm not gonna lie to you, like motherfucking. He he did that and he killed him. He continued to give him elbows even on top. He continued to ground the pound his ass even though he got out and he made moves and like. Masterball did not fight a bad fight, even though it looked, you could call it boring, but no, it was just technical. But motherfucking, it was just the fact that, like, you see Masterball was really happy with the little wins. Like, he was happy that he was he was eating the punches. He was happy that he got out and stuff like that. But that doesn't win you to fight. That might that might make, that might look cool at practice as straight. But, like, nah, man, we got to get this fucking dub. And when you rocked him, he didn't have nothing left in the tank to finish it. So it was like, fuck. That's when I knew I was like, "Fuck, this is the, okay. this is." I was so close. I was this close to going five and zero on my first ever UFC picking picking card. Like, there's no way. I there's no way I could ever do that again. Uh, there's no way I could. There's no way I could do that again. I literally didn't know who any of these people were until <laughs> until 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 two weeks ago. 
Like, there's, there's, there's no way. I was like, this motherfucker. I knew I should have picked the wrestler as motherfucker. And Kobe got the USA wrestling tag. If you know anything about USA wrestling, 84% of them boys actually know what they're doing. The other, four, the other what, 16% is terrible. But that 84% with that USA wrestling tag, be fucking shit up. It's kind of like a whenever you see another Army Ranger with an Army Ranger tag, you just know. You see, I don't got one. I said, you see, I don't got one. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Well, I mean, now we're going to hop over to you, Marcus, uh, another fellow Mazadol. Uh, yeah, hey, man. Who just came I didn't just ask my dog, man. What happened, dog? Why they got a dog like that? What I, what I said for Jorge, what he needed to do going into the fight was keep his range and control that distance. And he couldn't even do that from the first round, man. The first round, Kobe just jumped on it and just – after the first round, Jorge was gassed. Like, I was like, damn, man. Like, you got – like, I mean, I know wrestling, but shit. I was not expecting him to get that tired that quick after the first round. You could see it. And when he was walking back to his corner, you could see it. He was tired. And Why I was just rinsing. You only stayed four hours away. Why you wasn't in the camp? I should have been, man. That shit crazy. Marcus, Marcus got to lower your prices, man. Them boys need to hit you up. <laughs> shit, I need them, for real. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I just want 80% of your purse. That's it. But, I mean, Kobe just hit the rinse and repeat, honestly. And what I did like about Kobe is his striking. Honestly, his striking looked really nice in this fight. And, like, the way he – Jorge was so worried about the takedowns that Kobe was able to land those shots because he was just so – he didn't really know how to like defend himself almost. And like Kobe just come in, duck the shots. Head. yeah, duck the head and come in with those looping shots and then just either faint like that and go for the takedown or shoot some shots and then bring him to the ground. So, either way, Jorge was just he didn't he kind of didn't know how to defend himself in those moments. And one thing that Jorge kept fucking up, man, backing up to the cage, bro. Like, why That's would you do nice. that? He had some. He had some good defense, take like uh, takedown defense in the middle, like in the center of the octagon. But once it was back to the cage, bro, it was over, man. But like, there's nothing you could do about that. Once he got that lock, he wasn't. You could you could try to break the lock as hard as you want, but bros kicking me and the fuck out your shit and putting that weight on you, that ain't shit, bro. Yeah, could do about bro. All or, fight. Or like Jorge, he was so gassed. Like when they would come out, like he should have at least went to the center of the like at least the center, and he kept stepping. Like all right, when Kobe would come for her, he would step back. Like you're not supposed to step back, or at least in boxing, obviously it's going to translate over there. And he's a stand-up fighter; he should know these things. He needs to work the angles at least get get out of Kobe's like front. Like you know what I'm saying, work his angles around Kobe. He, Jorge kept stepping backwards, and that's what led him right to the cage. And that's why it was so easy for him to take him down so many times, but that's probably because of his gas tank. And then once, once Jorge got that one hook, I thought it was – I thought it, it could have been over, but no gas in the tank. He he honestly said, fuck it. He didn't even care that he just but, hurt him. He knew he hurt him, but he didn't even care. He was supposed to – and I don't, I don't want to see another one just off the fact that, like, when you asked Jorge what happened, it was like his wrestling was flat. And I was like, uh, but you're never going to beat Kobe in wrestling. Like, the yeah. whole division isn't going to beat Kobe in wrestling. So, like, if you're going to beat him, you got to keep him on the feet all he, day. 
And this whole training camp, this whole buildup was for that one punch that he landed. Once he landed that hook, that is what everyone was waiting for. That's what he was waiting for. That's what he was training for. And he didn't, he didn't pounce on it. So, I mean, that's, that you could see it that he he rocked him, and Kobe was barely even standing straight. He could have just mauled him, but he had no energy. He was too worried about the takedown after. He was like, oh, he's say, like, he's down again. In, in that fourth round where he did hit him with that mean right hand that dropped him, Kobe popped right back up, smiled at him. And uh, yeah. I don't know if his head was spinning, but I always thought Kobe's had an underrated chin just off his Kamara Usman fights. Like, Usman hits like a truck, and he just kept popping up, no matter how broken his face was. Like, he, he kept yeah, going. He did. And like, so, and uh, so when he popped him with it, he popped back up, smiled at him, and he kept the press. Like, usually yeah. if you rock or something, you take a – the fact that he could continue to press forward – I don't know if he – he I know he felt it. So, I don't know if he was completely stunned, but that was Mazzola's best shot. But the fact that Kobe just ate it like a champ and just walked straight forward and just, just like, like I'm going I'm to take you down now. Like, like they kind of yeah, – really. uh, Like, his pressure the whole fight, he had a 16-minute control time. Like, that's, that's telling on a fight alone. But, man, like, in that second round, there was another time where I felt like Masvidal had some – like, was looking good, and it was in the second round. Kobe tried to clinch him up. And Mazel hit him with a couple, couple mean ones coming in, and then once he had him, like on once Mazel was caught in the clinch on the side, he just started raining some elbows on him. Which Kobe, Kobe felt them elbows, but then uh, he eventually started transitioning. They broke it up. Mazel once again, their striking was. I felt like Mazel was winning the striking exchanges in that second round, and he did the most damage. But Kobe's all-out blitz, where he just kept walking forward, kept this face down, kept this. That pressure wore on him, grinded. I think the third round was where the, he, Kobe got in the driver's seat, like Kev said, four minutes of control time in that third round. Grinded him out, spit him out. He was a different man walking in that fourth round. He was, he, he, he was broken on the inside. He had, he had his hand still, but he was a broken man on the inside. He was dead tired. Shit. Come that fifth, yeah, come that fifth round. He chewed another four-minute control time on the ground. And, like, at that point, those two rounds, third and fifth, automatically Colby's. It doesn't matter what you think about the fourth round. Like, Colby, unanimous decision, multiple 10-8 rounds by the judges, which I thought was kind of, like, sheesh. Like, usually those are only given to people if they got knocked down. But one of those – Yeah, one of those those four-minute where he just grinded him out for (laughs) four minutes – Really, uh, the judges saw is just complete domination. But I held Chell's son and said a, a question, which I thought was the best thing to sum up Mazda on why he lost. It was like, "Are you are you here to stop him or attack him? You're a known yeah. attacker. You didn't come into here to fight him. You came in here to stop him. I'm gonna stop his take. You like no point in this fight were you ever the aggressor. You were never like." It was just like a, a complete different Masvidal than what we've seen. Every fight he's ever won, because he's always been not the bully, but just like he fights his fight, and he did not fight this his fight in this fight. But yeah, another good fight. It was like shit. I thought it was maybe kind of I want to say boring, but like whenever I started rewatching some of the clips I could find, I was really like, damn, there were some nice exchanges where like Kobe hit him some nice times, or Masvidal like some nice back and forth before you uh this the I like definitely a good fight though. I like that was a great fight. And truthfully, like you just got rolled out. You just got 
and, and Kobe didn't, but another thing, Kobe didn't stall his ass out. He rolled the fuck out. Like, he straight up rolled his ass and killed him. He threw shots the whole time. Mean elbows. I, I, I am going to highlight. Knees, all that. I am gonna highlight some dirty plays. He did eye poke and a low blow. I seen those, I seen it. I wrestled. Oh, the low blow was bad. Yeah, the eye poke was an eye poke. He ref even had to say, "Hey, Kobe, I roster in and that was an eye poke." And I'm like, "Yeah, cheating ass nigga." Like, yeah. the, but motherfucking. But at the same time, that nigga Jorge will got killed. Like, you just can't. You just can't let give up that that type of pressure like that. That kills you on the inside. That kills you mentally. And like that lets you know that like you only got one chance. I'm just mad that he didn't set up no knees. Like you knew he was gonna take you down. Throw one, set one of them up. What he, you doing? He threw, he threw one knee early in the first round that missed, and then it was just like uh, he. I think he just shelved that move afterwards. Like he was gonna yeah, Ben Askren him or nothing or nothing. Oh, you yeah, it was at the opening bell. First, first, the first, first. Yeah, yeah, he came with a knee, and it does that. There's a tiring move, like you're using your whole body. If you miss, you're exposed. But, but like if you get, if you see him to going for that shot, even if it's a faint, at least throw a knee, because like that can at least give you space. Because he has to stop. Because if he stops, then he can't, he can't hit you as clean as he was. He gotta, he gotta like, he gotta like skim you a little bit. But like, uh, I think he had great, like he, he. He had great technique, but it was just, like you said, he was never the attacker. He was never the aggressor. He, he was a thug. He was a gangster. You wasn't supposed to let him do that. Yeah. That was, I, feel like it was, I wouldn't say it was boring, but it was definitely disappointing when, like, the fact that all the beef that was going into it, and, like, I thought they was going to want to kill each other, but it was more of a technical fight, so, like, more about showing out his skills, but. Kobe dominated. That's that's just how it that's went. That's Kobe though for you. He's he's gonna mentally make you think that he that y'all gonna sit there and bang it out for fifty. Honestly, I think that's what it was. I think but I think Jorge gonna, was mentally broken. I'm gonna wrestle you and I'm gonna beat you unanimously every time. That's how I do every fighter outside of Usman. I'm just gonna What's up? What's up with you? What's up? Y'all seen Kobe's interview though? First off, he said he didn't give a single fuck about Masvidal at the end of the fight, which is terrible. Like yeah, I'd be like, Joe Rogan said, so how did you feel about Matt? I'm the fucking best. Dustin, <laughs> Dustin, you're next. I was like, well, fuck. Like, he said, no, I was like, Dustin, 48. That's a good fight now. Had they fought before? Different weight class. He, they would have yeah. to. Uh, I think Kobe would have Dustin to. Dustin would have to come down. Oh, uh, Dustin's up. Yeah, Dustin's yeah, up. Yeah, I think Dustin's up. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because he has to, he has to figure something out. Because I don't know if he can go up or go down, but like, you can't be Uzman, but you can beat everybody else. So, like, you can go compete for – I don't know. He might have to do something because that's what even Dana White said. No, 100%. The Cole Covey coming – Colby Covington, he's called out Israel Adesanya. No, I think Dustin's the weight class below him because Israel's a weight yeah. class above him. Yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, so he called out Izzy, the champ up there, and called out Dustin, the fighter below, just because he knows he can't fight uh, anyone else in the weight class. He's already the second best in the world. And it's not fair to Usman. You've never seen a trilogy fight where the first fighter came in with like one fighter's lost both fights because like if he does end up beating Usman the third time, then like Usman would have to get a fourth fight like just because like now it's two one. Like, yeah, it you doesn't make to qualify sense. for a trilogy. You gotta they gotta split it. Yeah, so the, this is a the most one of the most awkward positions that the UFC is in because Kobe is certainly the second best welterweight in the world right now. At least on paper, he's definitely the number one contender. Like honestly, you can't deny he's the number one contender right now. But with That's John, the weird part. 
But Usman's looking like the motherfucking best pound for pound fighter in the US. He's number one pound for pound right now in the in uh, all MMA rankings. Hell yeah. No, but uh, great card. No matter if you're disappointed or not, if y'all were to listen to our picks, it didn't matter whose picks you listened to. We all broke, we all made money this weekend with our picks. We all went positive. Kev's saying at four and one. I'm saying at three and two. Marcus at three and two. And Will, who is not here right now. Fake news until I see it. I got to see it. out a perfect 5-0 and record. It's fake, it's fake news till I see it. You got, I don't know. Ian Rappaport might have gave you, might have sent you that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful what you hear nowadays. Thanks, you're going to tell me we'll just sign for $200 million from the UFC on some pictures. <laughs> oh, one fight, super fight. Yeah, definitely not from the UFC, though. Not from Dana. But you break know. it down for him, Kev. Hey, man, you know what this has been. But if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you, you bitch. This has been the Totally Bliss Podcast, you bitch. And we came through with the shots. We came through with the smoke. And we talked about them boys that were smoking. Shout out shout out everybody that won at UFC 272. And shout out Dana White, who always wins at the end of the day. Because he he's figuring out how to put super fights on every motherfucking week. Every motherfucking week, and we gonna talk about him right here. I'm with that boy Marcus. We go with nickname Pendant, and I'm with that boy, <laughs> and I'm with that boy Paul Pickham with him country. You feel me? And we just been another episode of Tony Blitz podcast. Yeah, bitch. Don't you step into this box if you're not